0: Hi, this is Niu Niu. Welcome to another episode of Old Wisdom, New Insights, Season 2. In the previous shows, we shared the story of Chu Yuan, a famous patriotic poet who lived in the ancient state of Chu during China's Warring States period, over 2,200 years ago. He was listed as one of the world's four literary celebrities by the World Peace Council in 1953, together with Francois Rabelais, Nicholas Copernicus, and William Shakespeare. He had a bright youth, being a star official and great friend of King Huai of Chu, full of ambition and big plans to revitalize his state. Yet luck turned its back on him. He was slandered by corruptive officials in court and was banished from the capital. Yan started his long journey traveling around the countryside and wrote verses to express his deep love of his home state and his concerns about its future. When I was visiting Chuan's birthplace, Zigui County in Hubei province, I actually talked to some local people, asking them about their impressions on
1: Chuan.
0: To them, Yuan was China's first patriotic poet, and they hope more people can learn about him. And in their heart, he's slim because he worries about his home state, but he's very wise. He has wise, deep eyes. Today, I invited Yuan to join us in the studio and let's have a heart-to-heart chat. Hello, Mr. Chi It's my greatest honor to have you here. You have no idea how many people would kill for the chance to meet you, talk to you, and learn from you. You're there, well, you're our biggest idol.
1: Oh, you're being too nice. I'm merely an unsuccessful man forever mourning for his home state.
0: Uh oh, sorry to hear that. But I think I understand how you feel. So actually I want to ask what was on your mind during, you know, all the relegations. How come you never gave up?
1: How could I give up? It was my state, my home, my dearest friend.
0: Let me rephrase that. I understand the concept of loyalty, of course, but no offense, to my knowledge, was loyalty a kind of quality that's not that much valued in your time? Was there an idiom zhao chu originated from your time?
1: Oh yeah. Hmm. Zhao mù chu, zhao in the morning, mu in the evening, zhao mù chu serving the state of Qing in the morning and becomes an official in the Court of Chu in the evening. That was indeed the case for many in my era.
0: Exactly. Your fellow scholars were not much attached to any state or any lord. They'd traverse the realm for better employment. The focus of their concerns was never a single state, but rather the entire land. But you were not like that, were you?
1: No, I was not. I couldn't.
0: So, were you just, you know, blindly loyal to the king, to the king Huai of Chu? Were you two very close or something?
1: No, 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 it was not because of that. For most scholars, they were loyal to themselves, and they'd serve whoever valued their school of thoughts the most. But for me, I was born of the god-king Gao Yang, I was the far offspring of the royal family who was truly my state I have a responsibility I was patriotic because I was born with it
0: Wow in that case it must be so hard for you that you were banished from the court so many times
1: that it, it killed me you know figuratively and literally
0: ah oh, I can see that. But you have never regretted doing so, right? I remember you said, Care to elaborate on that sentence? It means,
1: For the ideal that I hold dear to my heart, I will not regret a thousand deaths to die. Yi yu Xing so Yu is an old way to say, I. Xin means heart. Shan means good. Here it means regard as good. Hmm. Other words including yi, zhi so, and xi are mostly structural words. Together, yi yu xin zhi so shan xi means for what my heart regard as good. Sui jiu si qi yu wei hui. Sui, sui ran means although. Jiu means nine, and here it refers to many times. Hmm. Si, si wang means die or death. You means even, Wei means no, 回,后悔, hui, hui, regret. Though I might die many times, I'll still not regret. Together, 亦于心之所善其, si For the ideal that I hold dear to my heart, I will not regret a thousand deaths to die.
0: Wow, that's beautiful. Thank you. You know, many of your poems are still quite popular today. Many people cite your sayings. For example, in May 2018, Chinese President Xi Jinping cited when talking to some leading scientists here in China.
1: Really? What was he referring to?
0: And he was talking about pursuing scientific development. He said that in innovation, the odds of failure are much higher than those of success. But we should have the determination shown by well by you. He also encouraged scientists to have great confidence and resolve in innovating, being neither self-based nor conceited, strive to surmount all difficulties on the way to triumph, and gain an edge in scientific and technological competition and future development.
1: That is very well said. I'm glad to be a part of that.
0: Today, we get to meet Qu Yuan as this wise, funny, and cool man. He's written many beautiful poems and many of which are still cited often in today's China. But why would people eat zongzi, sticky rice dumplings, and hold dragon boat races when they commemorate Qu Yuan during the Dragon Boat Festival? What's the relationship between Duanwu Festival and our poet? What does today's Chinese think of this patriot? In the next episode, I'll take you back to Quyuan's hometown, Ziguï County, for all the above and more. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe via wherever you tune in. If you have any questions or feedback, please get in touch via email at podcast at cri.com.cn. Or you can interact with me on my Facebook page, Niu, Niu Chinese. That's N-I-U, N-I-U, Chinese. Thank you for your company. See you next time on Old Wisdom, New Insights.